Welcome back to Wonderfully Made. I am your girl here, Amy Baker, bringing it to you fresh off the press, fresh off the download, I guess, of your episode here, all about grace, part dose, part do. Is that French? Yeah. So welcome aboard, guys. As promised, I have Queen Bee here, Lady Boss. She's in it to win it. I can't think of any other reference for her, but it is Grace Baker. She's here. We're going to get to all the things, all the questions. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to recap a little bit. So let's jump aboard. Well, welcome back, guys. We have a great episode here for you today. We had such great feedback from last week and talking about all about grace and talking about what it is to have a child with Down syndrome, specifically how our story went. And so it was just really neat to go down kind of memory lane a little bit and then kind of share and unravel that story a little bit to all of you guys and just partake in the history of what that meant and how it felt and all those things. So it was a great, great episode. So thank you guys so much for all the encouragement, the share the loves, the likes, the drop in the comments, all the things. So I am looking forward to today. So let's just get started. Let's not waste any more time, okay? Let's get it going. All right, so to recap a couple things, we talked about what it meant to have a child with Down syndrome, kind of like that newborn phase, you know, that first year. And we talked about how that whole process went, prenatal, Grace's birth, and just kind of like that first year of life. And then kind of like fast forward a little bit, elementary, what it meant to have a, a child with Down syndrome as an elementary student and high school and middle school and all those different things and some challenges and then some great, great moments. And so we just had a wonderful time. And I think one of the big recaps that we can take from last week's episode was when we talked about how the impact of Grace and not just her impact, but how she had changed our life a little bit. And we're going to deep dive into that fourth question, that fifth question, and specifically how it changed our family and in turn changed our life. And so one thing I didn't mention on the first episode and I, I'm sure you probably took away from it but I don't want to leave it to be vague but we did not get any prenatal diagnosis about grace and we had all the typical appointments we did not get an amniocentesis and I know that's something that can be a pro or a con whether it gives good valid information but we didn't get any prenatal diagnosis with grace and so that's why when we talked about that birth story and kind of laying that picture of what that looked like that's why it was so like dun 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 important because we had no idea that came from nowhere and so some people had asked me about that. So I wanted just to clarify that we had no prenatal diagnosis. And it's not like I skipped town on all of my appointments, you know, I went to all of them and did them all. So in retrospect, this is easy to say Grace is 16. Okay, so I don't know if I could do a podcast like this or talk about her story. So I don't want to say casually, but so matter of fact and confidently when she was five, six, seven, eight years old, because it was rough in the streets. You're like into the thick of it. You're like in the middle of all of it. And so it was, you know, just as though you were raising your children at that moment where you're in the thick of it, it's hard to really have a great aha moment when you are in the thick of it. So now looking back, Grace is 16 and we just had some really great moments and kind of just to showcase what it looks like now and how I can see how it has changed our life. One of the things that we took early upon when Grace was younger was really tapping into some great success stories or some great wins. Specifically, our family was involved in the Down syndrome 
Association that was here in San Diego. And when I say involved, I mean like really involved, heavily involved. And so we would go to all their galas, everything, like monthly support groups, like all the things, okay? And so when we went to these galas, there were like these really cool like auctions where you dress up and you do neat things. And a lot of the speakers would be like inspirational speakers. So for example, one year, one of our first years we went, there was a woman by the name of Karen Gaffney. Karen Gaffney is an adult with Down syndrome and she had swam the English Channel multiple times as an adult with Down syndrome. I'm not talking like she took a break and then she let her helper do like halfway, then she jumped back in. She did the whole darn thing by herself. And Grace was very young at the time, maybe like five years old when we had went to this first event and we heard her speak. She was speaking at the event like full blown, like she had her own speech. She was reading it. She was doing all these wonderful things that we're looking at like she's reading. She's speaking like I can tell what she's saying. It was a little bit muffled or hard to hear some of the words, but I could totally understand the conversation. And above all, she had this great accomplishment. And And so I remember going to some of these events and just being so inspired. And really, that was somebody speaking into me and encouraging me like, this can happen. This is not a TV story. This is not make believe. This can happen to your child, too. You can do it, too. The light bulb just went off and didn't like dim out. And so one of those events was just really great. I know we went to a couple other events like that and they had siblings speak and what the siblings aspect was and how they perceived their brother or sister and how they helped out what were the challenges what were the wins and at that time we had Lily and so it was really neat to see oh yeah there's a whole sibling aspect to it that I didn't really know and so that was really neat to hear about and be inspired as well one of the other things that we continued to kind of keep in the forefront of our minds and it's not as though we purposed it a lot because it always happens so when you have a child with special needs each year and it's usually around their birthday, each year, their birthday month, they have what's called an IEP. It's called an individual education plan. And what that means is from when she was one years old up into adulthood, she's going to have this meeting every single year. And so the first like five years, I'm not kidding. It was a circus for me. If you saw me the day before, the day of, the day after, it was just like, this is the biggest appointment of your life. For that year. (laughs) It's like you're going in front of the IRS and like you're bringing all of your bills (laughs) and you're like, please have mercy on me. (laughs) Like, so you're bringing all your ideas, your hopes, your dreams to the table and you're like, please have mercy on me and just let her do it. You know, (laughs) let her, let her just sit in the class, let her do these things. And so that's what it is. And what it really is, it's a team of individuals. So it'll be yourself and your husband at the time, depending on the age, it can be the actual individual. So Grace sometimes now participates now as a high school student, but then it's also means it's all the administration people, okay? So it's like the principal, the school psychologist, the speech therapist, the school nurse, the superintendent. It's like all these different people that are involved in this meeting each single year. The teacher, the aide, the like PE teacher, everybody, okay? So it's like you versus like the county, okay? It's like you versus 10 people at this table. And so these things were so hard for us at the beginning of Grace's year, elementary, preschool, middle school. It was so hard. Because these teachers and the administrators, they do this almost like five times a week. And here on the other side, you as a parent, you only do it one time a year. 
And so they're so well-versed in everything. They're so well-versed into the language and how to approach parents. And when I say well-versed, I'm not meaning well-meaning. You know what I mean? They don't have the best intention for your daughter. They just want to get this done because this is a legal contract between you and the district. And so they want to do the best job that they can to protect the district and protect their administrative staff. And so not until when Grace was maybe about eight or nine, 10, did the tables kind of turn a little bit for us for those IEPs. I totally approached an IEP differently when Grace was getting to an older year where I really wanted her to be included into the classroom. And what I mean by that is that Grace was always in special education. She's always been in special education. She's never not been in special education, okay? But there's a percentage of the time that you can spend in special education versus the time that you can spend in a typical general ed third grade classroom or fourth grade classroom. So there's a percentage that you have there. And it's a legal contract. They have to abide by that time, by that percentage. And so each year I would try to inch towards like, can we get 50% outside? Can we get 60% outside? You know, like trying to inch towards a, just a little bit more of an inclusion for grace. And so when this kind of hit, probably about like fourth grade, fifth grade, the teachers at the school that she was currently at were very opposed to giving her any time outside the classroom. They didn't understand. She's plateaued already. She's learned what she's going to learn. She has the best speech she's going to ever have. She has the best capability she's ever going to have. She has the best, you know, socializing skills right now than she ever will have. There is no point. And this sounds like so archaic to even say or to show you, but I'm not kidding. That was like 2010, 2011. So it's not like so far ago that it's like, that's got to be in the 60s. No, dude, this is like today. Okay. This happens now. And so you keep trying to inch for all this inclusion for your child and you're fighting, you know, the county or you're fighting the IRS in these big things. So what had happened, I had to change everything about how I approached it. That's how I had to change. And so I started bringing treats to this meeting. Okay. And this sounds like so silly and like sounds like bribery, which a thousand percent it is. Okay. It's a thousand percent bribery, but I'm not kidding. The attitudes and the like cooperation changed a hundred percent because you know, like some of these meetings are like seven o'clock in the morning because it's before school. So you are like, I'm going to bring you breakfast. I'm going to bring everybody breakfast. I'm going to bring a nice little smorgasbord of like treats. I love you guys so much. You're valued. You're appreciated. All true. All true. I'm not like lying about that. But at the same time, I have super alternative motives (laughs) on this. I'm not even lying. Like I need my kid in that PE class with the typical third graders. And I'm going to give you this little plate of strawberries and you're going to do that for me. Okay. Like that's where I was. And so a lot of it changed. And so it was coupled with that nice little breakfast, (laughs) which sounds silly, that nice little breakfast. And it really coupled with showing a human side of grace. I would be in the classroom heavily, really heavily in the classroom and just being a room mom, like an unofficial room mom. Do you need extra scissors? I'm going to buy you extra scissors. Do you need chaperone on the field trips? I'll pick you up. You know, like I'm going to do all the things for you. Do you need to know about what Grace did over the weekend? Like she's in this ballet class. It's not special ed. So I'm bringing pictures. I'm like incorporating our life with them a little bit and showing them not just a pure like malicious view of like, this is how I'm going to control you. But it's a more of a human view in the regards that like, I need to show you that grace is more than your textbook. Grace is more than what you've known in the student before you or the four students before you. She's different. And I know you don't think that. And I know you kind of think they all fall under this umbrella, but I know that she's different and I'm going to show you. I'm going to razzle and dazzle you with my strawberries, with my chaperoning, with all the things. And we're going to be a team. I'm team you. We're going to do this together. And so since then, IEPs have been not so much of a headache. 
Now, fast forward to high school. Okay, guys, this has been the hardest time, the hardest IEPs, the hardest confrontation. The strawberries aren't working anymore. <laughs> you know, the blueberry muffins ain't kicking like it used to. And so it's got to be legal mumbo jumbo. So many different things. So I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of how like aggressive it could be because it's really beautiful when it comes together in a great way. And so what I'm trying to say is, it's all in the approach as to how you make it. And so the IEPs are hard. They're stressful. Any parent of a special needs child that's gone through one knows exactly the kind of the stress, the anxiety, the worry, the scared, the I, I don't want to ruffle feathers. Do I need to ask this? They know all those type of things. And so when you change the forecast of your vision and your mind into something that's pure and it's peaceable and it's something that you can translate to an administrative staff and show them, she's different and she's special and she's doing great things. And I wish you would be on my team. You know, I, I'm looking forward to you being on my team kind of thing. So when that approach changed, a lot of it changed for us. And we started getting some great staff, some great aides, aides that we have relationships to this day. We're still in contact with each other. And so it's a really beautiful thing when it all kind of works together and it gives God so much glory. I think when you do it in that right spirit and not trying to just be so confrontational and fight the whole time. So I know that can carry on to a gabillion examples in our life and a gabillion personal relationships and communication skills. But that's just a little tidbit that I wanted to give you guys. We're going to get to some questions with Grace. And I know she's literally sitting here like she is. I'm trying to think of like a super famous attorney. What's the girl from the OJ Simpson? This is such a bad reference. But Marsha, Marsha Clark. Remember Marsha Clark from the OJ Simpson trial? And she's sitting there like she is boss, babe, handling her business with a blazer. I should have put Grace in a blazer today. Dang it. I really missed the mark on it. But she's sitting here like she's just the judge of it all and just being super studious. So I want to get to you, Grace. We will get there in a minute, okay? All right, sit tight. You're doing a great job. One thing I wanted to talk about that was really neat to experience, and this is something I've always wondered. Okay, so Grace, she's 16, so she's a little older, but it was probably like three or four years ago. We were on vacation, and I've always wanted to know if Grace recognized people with Down syndrome. Like, I wanted to know if she saw the difference in their facial appearance or the way they walk or the way they talk or... If she recognized that, has she even heard the word? Like we don't say that a lot, you know, around the house. So I wonder if she even recognized any of that. So I'm not kidding. This is the story. We were at Arlington National Cemetery, okay? In like the most random place. We were doing this massive like across the United States road trip. Side note, I got to do a great vacation episode. This is among them. Do all the DC like a road trip, all the things. Okay, anyways, so we're at Arlington National Cemetery. And if you've ever been there, you know that they have these shuttle buses that take you all around the grounds. We were waiting in line to get onto the next shuttle bus. And coming off the shuttle bus was, you know, everybody off the bus. Well, we were kind of first in line. We were standing right by the door and an adult with Down syndrome came out and they're walking and they're just typically walking with their family. Nothing like there's no apparatus. There's no medical needs or anything that they're using. He comes walking off the bus and Grace points to them and goes, oh, Down syndrome, like me. And like we all just kind of stopped in our tracks. Like one, I've never heard her say the word Down syndrome. Okay. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing. And obviously I can remember it to this day. So she's like, oh, like me, like Down syndrome. And so we're like, okay, we've never heard her say the word Down syndrome. That's crazy. And two, you can see that? Like all of a sudden people that are colorblind, they put those colorblind glasses on. Like you can see the trees? Like, oh my goodness. 
yes, we've seen the trees the whole time. And so you're just like, you can see that? Like, she's like, yeah, Down syndrome, like me. And we're like, you're right, Grace, Down syndrome, just like you. We're just like, do you know what that means? So then we kind of made a joke of it. I'm like, how about this person? Do they have Down syndrome? Like trying to really see if she knew or if it was just the most crazy coincidence. And so we'd point to like my husband, like, how about daddy? Does daddy have Down syndrome? And she's like, no, like dummy. <laughs> like, and so like, oh my goodness, I think she recognizes it. So it was like the most out of world experience kind of thing. We never thought that that moment would ever happen in our life. Like she would ever speak of that or recognize that. And so that's something that was a neat story that I thought of with Grace and just wanted to translate that to you guys. All right, as promised, Queen Bee herself, the Queen GB, G Bakes here, Gracie Baker. Hey, Grace, welcome to the podcast. Hello, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, do I talk into the mic or do I talk into you? So we're sitting like right next to each other. So it's an odd thing to have a conversation with a microphone. So you're doing great, Grace. Good job. Are you nervous? No. Oh, you think you can handle this? I'm excited. You're excited? Yeah. yeah, I'm excited that you're on here. A lot of people are excited to hear you and see what you're going to talk about. Is there something you want to talk about today? Um, I'm good. Okay, great. I'm glad I'm interviewing you. <laughs> it's going to be great. Okay, Grace, I just have a couple like questions for you, okay? So first question, do you think this is a very important question, okay? Okay, yeah, she's like, mm -hmm. she's sitting there like a judge, like, okay, Grace, do you think after high school you will get a boyfriend? No. <laughs> no? Why not? I'm not sure about that. Do you not want a boyfriend? I'm not sure about that. Why not? How about in college? Sure. In college, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of boyfriend do you think you're going to find? Um, Tommy. What? Tommy. A Tommy. Okay. Oh, a friend of ours. That's awesome. Okay. What about, do you think you're going to get a husband after college? No. Like you're going to get married? I'm not sure if I'm going to get married. You're not sure? No. Do you want to get married? Sure. Sure. I mean, every girl does, right? What kind of wedding do you think you would have? Um, like, um, theme. A theme wedding? Yeah. Like what kind of theme? Classic. A classic theme? Okay. FYI, Grace watches wedding shows every night on Netflix all night long. So when she says a classic theme, I know she knows exactly what she wants. <laughs> uh, can I be in your wedding? Um, sure. Oh, okay, nice. Who's going to be like your maid of honor? Um, Anarina. Okay. Um... Kevin. Yeah. Um, Michelle. Michelle. Oh, that's so nice. No Lily, huh? No. Okay, she shakes her head no. <laughs> this is a pure classic sibling relationship, everybody. All right, Grace, how old are you? 16. 16. And then are you in high school or are you in elementary school? Um, high school. High school. What grade are you in? 10th grade. 10th grade. Do you like high school? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite thing to do in high school? Um, I is on History? History? Are you even taking history? No. No, okay. <laughs> What's another favorite thing that you love to do in high school? Um, my favorite high school, my subject in school. Yeah. Um, I like the photo class. The photo class? Yeah. Oh, okay. That actually is a photo class that we really had to push to get you into, Grace. <laughs> That's a gen ed class. And so Grace has probably, I don't know, seven or eight classes. I forget. But probably half of them are gen ed classes. PE, photo, drama. What other classes do you have? Um, history? Is history gen ed? History might be gen ed too. And then she does a grouping in her special education classroom like math, history, language arts, English. Like those kind of common core kind of things. And if you can't hear, my dog is excited too, you guys. <laughs> So it's so annoying. All right. Anyways. Okay, Grace, a couple things. What do you want to do when you get out of high school? To 
Yeah, what do you want to do after high school? Um, I like to do is um, going to college after school. Go to college? Yeah. I think Grace has wanted to go to college since like fifth grade. <laughs> she nods her head. Yes, of course I have. I sure. But for in um, going to high school and what to do? Yeah. Is um, I like to do is um, already be ready uh-huh. and um, ready for makeup on. Oh. And going to um, um insurance party. Going to graduation party? Yeah. Okay, so you really want a graduation party, which I admire. I respect it. And then you want to do makeup for a party or makeup in college? Like learn to do makeup. Makeup at college. Yeah. I think you'd be so good at it. You literally watch the most amount of screen time in makeup tutorial videos that I've ever seen. So I'm super stoked for that to pay off. Another thing, Grace, what is one of your favorite hobbies that you like to do? My favorite hobbies? Yeah. Um, I like the um, sports. Yeah. What kind of sports? Basketball and yes. volleyball. Volleyball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you have a lot of friends? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have like a best friends? Yes. Okay. Actually, speaking of, do you have a best friend? Yes. Who is your best friend? Um, Taylor and Tommy. Taylor and Tommy. Okay. Um, first of all, why was I not in the first part? Why am I not your best friend? You and my mother. I know, but moms can be your best friend. Because moms and dads do too. Yeah, but moms and dads can be a best friend. But it's a mother-daughter. Oh, just a mother-daughter relationship? Yeah. Okay, well, let me just point this out to you. You didn't share Lily was your best friend? I'm not sure that it was a sister. Oh, yeah, but just because you're a sister, you can still be best friend. You can't do that. You can't do that? No. Okay, <laughs> we're making our own rules up now, I guess. Okay, Grace, a couple more things. Do you like to have friends that have Down syndrome? No. No? Actually, yes. Actually, yes! That was so funny. Do you have any friends with Down syndrome? Yes. What is their names? Uh, so my name? No, what's your friend's names that have Down syndrome? Names at the Down syndrome? Yeah. Um, the news. No, like what's your friend's names? I don't know, Jillian. Jillian? Yeah, Jillian has Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's another? Do you have any other friends? No. How about Callie? Callie. Yeah, Callie. Yeah. yeah, Grace has probably like two or three friends that she is still in contact with, or they go to school together yes. and they have Down syndrome. So that's really cool. Are they your best friends? Yes. Like, do you have friends that don't have Down syndrome at school? I'm sure not. Like maybe your basketball friends? Yes. Do you have a lot of friends at basketball? Yes. Okay, so Grace plays at our local high school basketball team, and she's fully included. The coach is like A+, plus, rad, all-star, like, and has her totally involved in all the things. Now, that is a really great situation for us because she is able to be involved. And a lot of the kids on there don't have any experience with kids with Down syndrome. And you can tell some of them are so cool to you, huh? And some of them are not to say they're not cool, but they're just kind of like, remember how we talked about that group that like just watches a little bit? So there's a group that just watches and that's okay. Like it takes time for all that kind of stuff. So this is her second year playing on the basketball team. And you can tell some of the girls have really adapted to Grace, meaning like they've learned her language. They've kind of learned her mannerisms and how to best help her on the court. And that means that they've taken time, they've noticed her, they've worked with her, they played with her, they are not afraid of her. And so those are the girls that's like, it comes easy for them. That 
to me as a mom, just like, yes, play with those girls. And so I love that. But I also still love the girls that are just kind of watching still, because I think they'll get there. This is probably their first year getting to play with you. I'm going to tell you one of my favorite stories about you. Okay. Okay. One of my favorite stories about you is when we were going to one of your basketball games and we were playing the other team. This was one of your first games for last year. And the other team let you shoot. Okay. They let you score. They let you dribble. They didn't just like attack you and grab the ball because you dribble a little slower. You throw the ball a little slower. You set up a little slower and that's okay. But it was really neat to see them to let you give you that time to do it. And then they let you do it. And then the other team and your team, they're all kind of working together to get you the ball. And then you got the ball and you made the shot. Do you remember that? You made the basket. And so our team was cheering for you. The other team was cheering for you. It was so neat. So that's like those moments where I love watching her play and watching them come together. Okay, newsflash, not all of them are like that. Okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, I understand you're looking for the W and you're wanting the things, but also take it down notch. Okay. <laughs> like, give her the ball. Good night. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, Grace, a couple other questions for you. Do you have a favorite story about me? Yes. What's your favorite story about me? My about you? Yeah. Um, your favorite, um, your favorite of me of the party last night. Oh, a couple nights ago we had a party for you. Yeah. That's your favorite story about me? Yeah. Me throwing you a birthday party? Yeah. I like it. That's my favorite story too. That was a good party, huh? Mm -hmm. I danced too much. I danced way too much. My legs were killing me. Okay. Anyways, Grace, so after high school, girl, what do you want to do? Do you want to get a job? Do you want to get married? Do you want to go to college? Do you want to travel the world? What do you want to do? Um, my lots of things. Yeah. Oh, lots of things? Yeah. Yeah, girl. Um, What's the first thing you want to do? First thing, I'm getting a job. Yeah. And I'm going to college after that. Yeah. And um, what to do is um, um, do work and do home and do your homework and um, playing your stuff and watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think that you're going to live at home after high school, like when you're in college, or are yeah. you going to move out to your own apartment? I'm in my own apartment. You want to live on your own? Yeah. You want to live away from me? No, I'm visit my own, my roommate. With a roommate? Yeah. Oh, Grace, you're breaking my heart. How dare you? I mean, good for you for inclusion with living on your own. So you're not going to live with mom and dad no more? Oh, she's shaking her head no. Well, okay, I'll let you do that. That'd be fun, huh? What kind of job are you going to do? Um, bakery. A bakery? Yeah. That would be cool. That is really cool. I like that. Okay. And this reminds me of all those stories. You guys see all those stories in the news where you see the high school senior with Down syndrome and she is the prom queen. Or you see Nick or Chris Nickick, I think his name was. He's the first individual to complete an Ironman competition. All those different things. You're like, okay, I think like you can live on your own. I think you can get a job here doing this. I think you can do this. I think, you know, like it gives you that hope and inspiration. Like when you see someone doing it, okay, all right, I think you can do it too. And so that's really neat. Okay, a couple other questions for you. Do you like having Down syndrome? Uh, sure. You sure do? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's different yeah. than like what Lily has or what I have? Do um, you think that Down syndrome's different yeah. or the same? It's exactly the same. It's the same? Yeah. How is it the same? Uh, it's different. It's different. <laughs> Make your yeah. mind up, man. <laughs> it's different? Why is it different? Um, I like it. It's cooler, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is cooler. I'd have to agree with you, Grace. It is the coolest thing. 
couple things that I don't know if you've heard me throughout the speech of this episode or the last episode, but one of the things that has really been important to us since we had Grace, and that was kind of like our use, and this might be a little sensitive to some people to hear, but was like the use of the R word. Okay, so when I say R word, so I'm talking about when people say, oh, this table is so retarded, or man, you act like a retard or something like that. And it feels like even silly to hear me say that right now. I feel like cringe, but I'm not kidding. That was in my vocab all the time. It was in the vocab all the time before Grace. And I didn't even know what I was saying. I didn't even know like at all what I was saying or what the meaning was or if it had any like negative connotation about it. Like I just didn't even know. So that's okay. But I just didn't know. And so once we had Grace, we kind of learned in those IEP processes that there's different labels for stuff. So when Grace was little, they would call it mental retardation was the big name of her disability. You know, so that encapsulated everything. It encapsulated a speech delay. It encapsulated a physical delay. It encapsulated developmental delay. So it encapsulated all those different things. And so over time that word has been out of the vocab of that uh, professional use and then it went to developmental disabilities and then from there it went to intellectual disabilities and so what that means is it's kind of progressed in a great way it's progressed in a great way when it's moved from talking about the person and the condition to going all the way to you're talking about the person first and the disability second so you'll say you have a friend with down syndrome like that's a person first with a condition and so you talk about the person first so like example your friend Cal has down syndrome we wouldn't say like this down syndrome girl or this retard girl like come on guys the naming and the timing has evolved a lot in so many different areas also like good night that at least we can evolve into this and so one of the things that was hard for me I'm not even going to deny it at all it was hard for me to get away from calling something the r word it was hard for me to get away from describing something as r word. And so if this is something that you didn't even think about that was on your radar, but like, I think I say that too. Or if it's something that you've been trying not to say, but it's just still like so happen chance, then let me just say that when I hear it out in public, I rarely will say anything. It's got to be like the most extreme example for me to say anything, but I would never say anything. But at the same time, you're like, eek, that's like, describing grace like when someone says oh this table is so retarded that means to me what i hear is this table is so grace it's like oh the table is awesome and giggles and does a great job and is wonderfully made and is like the greatest thing in your life is that what you mean by this table is retarded no i didn't think so you know what i mean so that's what i hear when i hear people say something like that and so just replace that word so like for you or your daughter or your child whatever you hear or say that might be something like whatever your child's name is you know when like oh this thing is so whatever and you put your kid's name into it or you put yourself into it or someone you love into it then you can see like actually that's probably not the best use of the word and I can probably use another word to describe it this table could use some work I need to replace this leg you know like come on and so in the name of 2022 right it's 2022 grace in the name of 2022 and trying to evolve and say the right things in all the areas and I get it wrong too and a lot of the different things that are popular nowadays but I think we all can strive to make a great effort to make it non-existent and make it to be where we're choosing better choices. We're using better words. We're using better things and not things that are insultive and that demonize a certain population. So I know you guys would probably feel the same way if it was a child of yours or something. And not to get like super deep or like convicting in it all, but at the same time, yeah, because it is something that is important to us. And Grace might not realize it, but it is something important to her too, right, Grace? She's nodding her head, yes. Thank you.
Okay, so a couple other things. This dog, I think I'm done with this dog. Are you done with this dog? I'm officially done with this dog. Okay, I don't know if you guys can hear it, and I'm praying you can't hear this dog, but thankfully I'm getting Instacart at the same time, so props to that. In 2022, we can do all the things right now, okay? So Grace, what do you want to say to all your people or all your followers? Do you have anything, that, like words of wisdom? I want to say um, I like it. Mm-hmm. I want to say the wisdom. <laughs> it's, about, um, it's about me. Mm-hmm. I want to say my um, judgment. It's about your mom. It's about your different personality. And it's saying the um the followers. It's about <laughs> um it's about um the followers of lack of people. Yeah. And there are other people doing doing different mm-hmm. because they are who who we are. That's right, girl. <laughs> okay, couple of things. I wanted to describe Grace. Grace is probably one of the most sassy and spiritual person in the same time. <laughs> okay. And I think I'm very accurate to say that. She will talk back to you no matter who you are, okay? And she'll tell you exactly what she wants and what she needs and the timing of it. But at the same time, literally the most spiritual person, she rewrites the Bible all the time. Now that's not like a, a barometer of spirituality, but it's also a barometer as to where her heart is and what she wants to pick. So she rewrites the Bible a lot. And that's kind of like a stemming mechanism a little bit. And she listens to worship music all the time. She loves going to church. She loves God. She loves like praying. She's the best person to pray when you go out in public and you're eating in food. She'll take a half hour and the waitress is sitting there with five plates on her hands. It's awesome. One of the new things that you're doing, Grace, which I really love and I want to do it with you, but I know you won't let me and you pushed me out of the way, but is when we get home and it's nighttime. So we live in a place where you can really see the stars and everything really nice. Okay. And galaxy. And the galaxy, girl. You love the galaxy. Okay, so she'll get out of the car and she'll wait for all of us to get in the house. The door has to be shut. She's the only one outside and she's done this in the rain. So I know she's really in it to win it, okay? So she stands outside, looks up at the stars and the galaxy, and what do you do? I'm going to say I love you. To who? To God, and Jesus. Yes. She thanks God for the stars. She thanks God for the trees. She loves the stars. She just like prays to him out loud. And we're all standing there at the door inside because she will not start until we all get inside. And then she's outside just like praising and worshiping God for all that he's done and for the creation of all the things. Um, I got to say to me, Dad, last night. Yeah. And doing um, having fun with Dad and then doing it about her daughter. Yeah. Do you yeah. think you have a favorite? Is your mom your favorite or your dad your favorite? Oh, my dad is my favorite. Oh, one of me. Are you, you're literally on my podcast. I'm interviewing you. I love you so much, and I'm still not your favorite. She's shaking her head. No. Why not? Because I do love you. You do too. You love daddy more? Yeah. Why do you love daddy more? Because he's my father. Okay. <laughs> Does he get you more ice cream or more pizza or something? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. He probably does. He's probably he's my father-daughter date. You love father-daughter dates. Yeah. Is that one of your favorite things to do? Yeah. Yeah? What's another favorite? Do you love to travel? Yeah. What's your favorite place that you traveled to? Big Bear. Big Bear? You love Big Bear? Yeah. Going in the snow? Yeah. Yeah. Is there something that you don't like to do? No? Let me tell you something. Okay, everything is fun to do with you. Going shopping is fun to do with you. Going to pedicures and getting your hair cut, that's super fun to do with you. This is okay for me to say. There's something that's not fun for me to do with you, and that is going to doctor's appointments. Do you like doctor's appointments? No. No? Why not? I don't like it. Why not? I don't like it. Why? I don't like it. Why? I don't like it first. 
Okay. Well, she hates it. When she says she doesn't like it, she hates everything about it. Okay. She doesn't want to do one thing about it. No matter if it's like a dentist appointment, an eye appointment, anything, cardiology, anything. She will not do one darn thing you want her to do. <laughs> she'll literally just sit on the ground and she'll just like say no. Right. And you're, you're a woman now and you've got some weight on you and you cannot let anyone pick you up or anything, huh? Okay. You like it that way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just want to go home, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a tag team effort. So that's one thing that is something we've learned over the years that if she's got a dentist appointment, she's got something. It is a two parent job. There's one that's coaxing and bribing and one that's laying on top of her and using their strength to let her mouth open or whatever it is. But we're getting there, huh? Yeah. You're doing a good job. Yeah. One day you'll get there and you'll just love it. Yeah. Do you think you'll love the doctors? No. No, why not? Okay. She don't like it, guys. She don't like it. Okay, Grace. Well, I think I've run out of questions. Do you have any questions for me? Um, no. No? Do you have any questions for our followers? Yeah. What's your questions for them? Um, I would say that you. Oh, that's so nice, Grace. Yeah. You're literally a perfect guest. Literally a perfect guest. Everyone take note, okay? If you're coming in here to be interviewed, you take note of Grace's interview. And you bribe and smush up the followers with an I love you. Okay, Grace, in a wonderfully made fashion, we have some interview questions, okay? So, you ready for this? You ready to knock it out? Okay, what is your most favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yes. Mine um, is um, Disney Plus. Yes. I'll be watching um, the baby, um, a bunch of the movies. It's called um, uh, Geico. Geico? Yeah, it's E-L-C. Encanto? Yeah, Hito. Okay, first of all, that's not your favorite movie at all. Yeah, I've yeah. never even seen it. I've never seen it. I watched a movie with Yiko and with Maddie. With Maddie? Yeah. Okay, that doesn't qualify as your favorite movie. Yeah, dude. No, dude. Let's start again, okay? Let's pretend like we never even answered that. What is your favorite movie, Grace? Um, uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> this is not Groundhog Day, bro. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yeah. Uh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Okay, that's an answer I can live with. That's true. You love Hannah Montana. This is pre-Miley Cyrus going crazy a little bit, okay? Yeah, so Jonas Hannah Brothers. Huh? Yeah, Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers? Girl, don't lay it all out. Come on. Okay. Yeah, Hannah Montana is a great movie. I love that. Actually, yeah. it's a good movie. I wish we could play a little party in the USA right now. Yeah. You like that song? Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Put your hands up. You're weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm not weird. The people ever had. Uh, not embarrassing. You are. You're embarrassing. You are. No, you are. You are. All right. So you're watching Hannah Montana. It's your favorite movie, right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Don't give me the snow in Canto. Okay. So you're watching Hannah Montana. What's your favorite place that you want to go? Uh, favorite place you want to go? Yeah. Um, I like it. And I want to go. Yeah. Where? Is, um, to his... She has a um, concert. A concert? Yeah. What concert? A Hannah Montana concert. A Hannah Montana concert? Yeah. Again, I don't know if I'm going to accept that answer, Grace. You've never even been to a Hannah Montana concert. It was um, a year ago. A year ago? Yeah. Okay, you're dreaming. Not You've dreaming. got to be dreaming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. What is your favorite, like maybe vacation place? My, fa my favorite vacation place? Yeah. Um... Bahamas. Bahamas, girl. Now we're talking, okay? Yeah. Why do you like the Bahamas? I like the, um, the water. Yeah. Water spots. Yeah. And sharks. <laughs> um, and knees. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, we went to, to see um, ha um, Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. 
So you like a tropical vibe. You're yeah. a tropical girl. Yeah. Like, vacay moon. Hey, what's up? Yeah? You're weird. <laughs> All right. So we are watching Hannah Montana in the Bahamas or Hawaii, somewhere tropical. Love it, girl. Love it. Okay. Last question. So this year is 2022, okay? What's a goal that you have or a vision or something you want to do this year? Okay. Uh, my, my, what do you say? What? I don't know what to say is for you. No, for you, not for me, for you. Okay, so let me give you an example. So for me, yeah. something I want to do this year is write two books, two different books, okay? What's something you want to do this year? Um, two books? Yeah, that's for me. What does Grace want to do? Me? Um, uh, writing, writing in my notes. Writing in your notes, yeah. yeah. I want to read the Bible. Read the Bible? Yeah. Read the Bible one time this year? Yeah. That's a great goal, Grace. Again, more spiritual than I am <laughs> with my SPF. And sing a song. And to sing a song? What kind of song? Worship. Worship song? Yeah. Man, Grace, really put me to shame here. Really put me to shame. What's your favorite worship song? My favorite worship song? Yeah. Um, the uh, King of Kings. King of Kings, yeah. Um, I like my favorite, uh, favorite song. Yeah. It's called... Um, um, Stop writing on the table. Um, my favorite song is about. Um, she's, um, she's making all the noises right now. I'm thinking. You're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Well, you think about your favorite worship song. Um, I got it. Oh, okay. She's got it. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Reckless Love. Reckless Love. Yeah. I love Reckless Love. That's a good jam. Yeah. That's a good jam. Yeah. Also, Grace doesn't just listen to music. She blows out the speakers and all the things she has. They're so darn loud that you can't even think in all the things in her room, in the car, in her headphones, everywhere. So she's blowing out speakers everywhere she goes. So you love it. You like to listen to it loud, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Grace, this is a good vision for you. Yeah. So we're going to read the Bible in a year, listen to some worship songs, make some notes. That sounds yeah. like a good year. Yeah. High five, bro. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Okay. We'll make some baskets too this year. Yeah. Some basketball. Yeah. Okay, girl. I like it. Okay. So we are about done. Was this a good experience for you? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Would you do it again? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe next time make less noise on the table though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. I know there probably was a lot. I felt like maybe we didn't get to, or you might have questions about, or a little unsure. So let me just kind of wrap it up and say that while this was something we knew nothing about days before Grace was born and knew nothing about how our life would look like 16 years down the road, or knew nothing about how it would change us individually and as a family. Um, and then even as a, a larger family, an extended family, and as a community, and how we would really use grace in the community and impact others. So um, let it just kind of be known that we just kind of plan to use grace throughout her life and just kind of showcase her around, not in a way that she's arrived in certain ways, but that we just can't love her more and we just want to support her and all her ambitions and goals and through life and we're just going to try that in all the areas so through school through church through community events and different things and really showcase what the abilities are for kids with special needs and specifically kids with down syndrome and so i'm hoping that that translated today and know our heart behind it and it's not to say that one side's right or one side's wrong or this is the way to handle it and this is the way to do it there's so many different variations as to what works and what 
what great things and tools and tricks to use. But it's a good place to start the conversation. It's a good place to kind of see what you're thinking about and how things impact you and how others impact you and how you can be best served in the community to help individuals with Down syndrome or help individuals with special needs, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you had a great day and a great time listening to this. And I hope you were able to just kind of understand Grace and her heart and her speech a little bit, huh? You, you did a great job. I understood it all. Thank yeah. you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. All those hours of speech therapy really worked, huh? Mm-hmm. Really worked. Yeah. 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 Do you remember going to all those things? Yeah. You do? Yeah. What was your favorite doctor appointment to go to? Yeah. I didn't think you had one. Okay, guys. Well, thank you again for joining us and look us up on all the socials on the Wonderfully Made Instagram, Wonderfully Made Facebook, and even Grace. You have an Instagram too. Bakers and bagels because a girl loves her bagel. Like, Uh, no. You don't like bagels? No. Are you joking? I'm baking. You like baking? Yeah. Yeah. You like baking, but you love bagels too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who would you? And donuts. And donuts. What else? Um, Cookies. And cookies and pizza. And cakes. And cakes. Yeah. And yeah. cupcake. And cupcakes. <laughs> You're very true. Okay, guys, we will see you later. Her Instagram handle is bagels and bakers. So we will link it to all the things. But join us along the ride. And I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoy doing it together, right? We loved it. Okay, we will see you guys next time. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Get some fresh air. See you guys next week. Bye.